hot minute, everyone. I know. I haven't been speaking. Been away. I've been doing a lot of thinking. And you know what? I've come to the realization that I really love doing this podcast thing. And when I look at all the other podcasts that are out there that are really doing their thing and you got celebrity driven podcasts, they're really dope, man. Um, one that I really like with Matt Barnes and Stack Jackson, Steven Jackson, um, all the smoke, they get access to players and have the ability to ask them questions that are so in depth and personal that most reporters doing interview would not have the opportunity to do but they do and that's a really dope podcast all the smoke if y'all want to check that out right now that's what i'm listening to like when i'm driving it's not even music that's what i'm kicking to but it is uh i'm gonna be real honest with you i've been sipping it's 2 37 a.m and this is the night after the wilder fury fight I went to my local mall because apparently it's not even a down low thing. Your local mall, all those sport bars, wild wings or whatever, all them spots got the bar, the, the game going on or the fight, MMA, whatever the event is, is popping off in your local mall. And that's where I hit up tonight. And I watched the Wilder Fury situation. I had a couple drinks too, and they were good. Spoke to some people. I'm the type of guy I could talk to strangers, and if we talk in sports, it's like we family. And that's what happened when I was at the establishment where I was this evening. If I had, if I had uh, a budget, or if I had people that were, how should I say, paying me, I would say where I was at tonight. But because they're not, I'm gonna keep that to myself. But let's just talk about the fight tonight. So coming into this fight, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to act like I'm a boxing dude. I'm a historian. I know all these great boxes, so on and so forth. Look, I am college football, NFL football, college basketball, NBA, XFL. I'm getting into baseball. I could even talk with you. Boxing, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know a whole bunch about boxing. But I'm going to talk to you right now as someone that saw the fight tonight. And coming into this fight, Tyson Fury weighed in at 273 on Friday. And that means he probably had a couple gallons of uh, water and a steak breakfast, if not two. So he was probably really closer to 300. And Wilder, he was a little bit heavier, but still, he was very slim. And I am not mincing my words when I talk. When I tell you, after round one, you felt like legit Wilder was in trouble. Because you were like, all right, Wilder has this nuclear right hand that can knock anybody out. I mean, this is how this dude wins. He knocks people out. But after the first round, you were like, okay, 
The first draw, he didn't knock him out. But it's one of those, we're going to fill each other out. Then round two came. All right, let's do what we think we could do. Wow. Fury's still getting at him. Round four. Round four. Ooh. Round five. Ooh. Round, oh. round seven. Oh. I mean, it was, it was at the point. I didn't even see when Wilder's corner threw in the towel because that's how bad it was. It was so bad, you almost felt like not that Wilder's going to win because he's not. Is he going to be hurt, like permanently damaged after this fight? Because this isn't wasn't one of those fights where it's like you get caught or you get like whack, whack, and you get knocked out. This was slow methodical, bleeding out of his ear. His eardrum was bust. Lit was bleeding. I mean, all just, all types of stuff where it was just like, dude, it almost felt like you were looking at the clock like 20 seconds, bro. Hold on for 20 seconds. 15. Hold on, bro. 10. Hold on, man. 9. 8. We got through this round. And then the round would start and you were like, oh, damn, man. We got to hold on for another one? Look, um, I said this earlier tonight. You can, no matter the sport, listen to what I'm saying. No matter the sport, you can never, ever, ever, no matter what sport you're playing, measure the heart of a champion. Because tonight, Tyson Fury put that on display. And he reminded everyone that you don't need to be the most skilled, the most powerful, the most this or the most that. He has a flamboyant personality. I'll give him that. And we'll get to that in a minute. But he proved all you need to do is have a game plan, be fundamentally sound, be willing to take a beating and get up each and every time and look your opponent in the eye and say, until they say it's over, I'm right here and I'm not going anywhere. And after a couple rounds, you felt that look in Fury's eyes and Deontay Wilder, he just looked wobbly I'm not trying to knock dude Wilder. And like I said, I'm not a boxing aficionado. You know, sometimes when you've been drinking a lot, like I have this evening, and you walking and you just get real wobbly when you walk or you just standing still, but you just swaying left to right. Or it's like you see two drunk dudes fight and it's like in their mind's eye, they're throwing haymakers, but in real life, they just two wobbly dudes just wobbling around. When I saw Wilder tonight, that's what I felt like. I'm not saying he was, but from my perception, it just looked like he was wobbly in the ring. Not like he was unprepared, but he just caught a couple whap whaps real early. And 
Tyson Fury being allegedly 273 pounds leaning on him, weighing on him. It's like you getting these shots, these body blows, and then you got somebody just three, three close to 300 pounds just leaning on you. That just takes energy out of you just telling this dude, get off me, man. And he was just hitting. It was at the point where you started thinking to yourself, the only way Wilder can win this if he can knock out Fury. Because mathematically, Fury had that many rounds in the bank. And if he were to keep up this pace, there's no way that Wilder would win. And I've said this to so many people when I watch boxing. Can we get off of this? It's all about the knockout. I understand, but have we not learned from Floyd Money Mayweather that it's not about the knockout. It's about winning rounds. If it's a 12-round fight and I've won the first seven rounds, Barring you knocking me out, I've won this fight. And that was Mayweather's strategy, man. You sit there and go in and you believe, yo, he would talk a good one. But then you sit there and watch the fight and be like, yo, he's the, he's been in the ring dancing for the past three, four rounds. Yes, because he's won the first seven or eight. So all he needs to do is not get knocked out and he's won. And I felt that vibe. In the Fury fight. In the Fury-Wilder fight. And why I say that, it just felt like after four rounds that Fury had complete control of this fight to the point where it felt like it was round nine. And Fury won nine out of nine rounds. And Wilder needed to knock him out. And let's just talk about disrespect for a second. For all of you that that watched the fight, I'm going to pause so you could just mentally rehash what happened. So in the fight, Wilder is just exhausted. If you didn't see the fight, for me to paint the picture for you, Like, you know when you've been drinking a lot and you've had crazy shots and you've been dancing and you're at the club and you're just sweating and it's like 345, 415. You're walking out the club and people are talking about where we're going to go to eat. Eat? I want to go to sleep. I'm tired, yo. Like, you know that it takes energy to just walk type of fatigue? That's what... Deontay Wilder looked like in the ring. And there was this point where Fury caught him with a couple whap whaps and then caught him up on the road and pinned him against the road and was leaning on him. Leaning on him. And as he was leaning on him, dude stuck out his tongue and licked Wilder's neck. Yes, I mean, I'm talking about 
not like the throat. Or I'm talking like on the side, underneath his ear, a little bit lower, like right in be like in the middle. It was almost like he knew where the camera was. He did it in the middle, right below the ear, but far enough from the trapezoid or the shoulder, so that he was in the middle of his neck, and he just licked it like, and I. In the establishment where I was watching it, it was almost like unilaterally everybody was everyone was like, "Oh damn, man!" Did he just literally? And there was no doubt whatsoever. There was no. Did he literally? It was a yes. He did that, and you had to process that as the fight was going on. There was no, did he literally lick his, I don't know if I saw that. Was his tongue out or was it like, no dog. It was one of those, yes. When we want to talk about disrespect, I mean, moving forward in the future, it might be on that, don't make me Tyson Fury you. Because Mike Tyson bit off a man's ear but it was like look you could say jokes but like biting off somebody's ear is pretty violent when you lick somebody's neck in a boxing match there's a sexual element to that and it's almost like I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way but it's like I'm calling you my bitch we fighting in the middle of a fight, I'm going to lick your neck. That's calling some... Man, look, like it's almost like if somebody were to say that to you, you would say, I'm about to, I'm about to do something to somebody. But you, you're just so exhausted. And I'm thinking a couple things. Wilder was either just too tired to fight back. He had that close to 300 pounds leaning on him or it was just like you know what man like he got this dude is leaning on me and I just can't do nothing but I got him for part three because Wilder apparently in this contract the loser of this fight has 30 days to sign the contract to say there's going to be a trilogy after this fight I, I, I can't imagine that Wilder is not going to sign up for a trilogy in this because there was no... I know in the first fight, there was a draw and there was a lot of controversy. There is no controversy. I mean, this is like flossing your teeth. Cleanse and clear how they determined the winner of this match. I'm talking about like, you know when you floss your teeth and then you open up your mouth and you look at your teeth and you're like, mm, my teeth look clean. That's how official... This victory was. I'm not a boxer, but when we talk about disrespect, mm, 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 like it's it's almost like it, it, it's almost like when you when you say this to people and you're like, wait a minute, they were fighting and he, mm, mm. Um, I want to talk about t 
Tyson Fury. He's from Britain. Um, I'm not going to act like I know his entire story, but a couple of things that I do know is, is that he's a recovered drug addict, and they said that he took every drug you could imagine. He's a recovered alcoholic. They said that he was at the bottom. He basically was a victim to the his inner demons to the point where boxing was the only thing that could save him. And I'm pretty sure for Tyson Fury to be in that ring and to have come back from the hell of having to deal with the inner demons of the addiction to drugs, to alcohol, and for him to deal with that on a day-to-day basis, for him to sit there and hop in a ring with a man and say, all you're going to do is punch me. All I got to do is worry about your right hand. I'm cool with that. Because I have so many other things that I can't do because it will send me down a dark path in my life where all I got to do is get in this ring and just fight you and worry about not getting hit by your right hand. I feel that what Tyson Fury showed in being a champion tonight was his willingness to take a beating and get up. His willingness to take that right and get up. Because I think to be a champion, part of it is taking whatever your opponent has to give to you or at you and keep getting up and letting them know we're going to be here all day and I'm going to make you work. And the one who puts in more work is going to be the one that is more prepared to absorb and conduct themselves in a way in which I am a champion. I'm not saying that Wilder didn't put in the work, but the work that Fury put in was on full display. Because after a couple rounds, Fury's playing around licking dudes next where Wilder was just trying to figure out how to survive the round. And one thing that I did notice, and I'm not a big boxing guy, was after the first one or two, and I would say in the third round, I began to notice that Tyson Fury had a mechanism, like a timing mechanism, like a bop or just a drop where he would say one, two, punch, one, 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 two, punch. He just had a type of rhythm, a cadence, or just a timing mechanism where he knew when Deontay Wilder would throw his right hand. So he timed his game plan to, I'm going to hit him before he gets that right off. So, oh, this is the move. This these, this is the, how should I say that? The fo- these are the physical movements that Tyson Fielder would do to unleash that right hand. And Fury would say, bop, bop. And then he would get into whatever defensive posture or aggressive move that he had to do. But he started catching Wilder. He started not even like to the point where he put him to the ground a couple of times. I'm talking about the jabs, the rights. They were connected to the point where it was like, oh, 
ooh, you know? And me not being a big aficionado like that in boxing, it just felt like not that Fury was unprepared. I mean, I'm sorry. Not that Wilder was unprepared. It just felt like Fury was so prepared. It almost felt like the only way he could lose was by getting knocked out. And because that didn't happen, it was just inevitable at some point that your man Fury was going to win. This was a good match. And this definitely is going to a trilogy because I can't imagine you going another way with this. But this is um, late night. And this is um, Mayor Cave Huddle talking Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. Rematch. This is it for this episode, but you know how we do a positive quote. And today's positive quote is, nobody owe you nothing. Go put that work in yourself. Nobody owe you nothing. So go put that work in yourself. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs>